back to my second podcast with On Set with Rachel Lee. My podcast today is going to be nice and short. I have a lovely interview prepared with Joel Stephen Fleming of 13th Street Films. So I hope you enjoy. So I am here with Joel Stephen Fleming, uh, who is a graduate of the Griffith University Film School and in 2015 decided to form his own production company, 13th Street Films. So welcome, Joel. Hey, how are you? So you've been making a few films over the years. I noticed your graduation film, uh, Ascension, uh, won three awards at the Griffith Uni Film Awards, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And now you're starting to get into doing web series as well. So you've started with live series and now the more recent one, Summer School. Yeah, so I thought web series were a really good place to start when you're an emerging filmmaker because, you know, you've got a lot of flexibility with the way you shoot it and obviously the budget isn't as high. You're not expected to produce like cinematic level uh, kind of content. It's more of an, like, an emerging field, and it's a really good way to start like learning how to tell long-form stories. Because in uni, all you do is quite short shorts. You're building up to that 15-minute short, which was Ascension, which is our grad films. And like with the series, you can tell a longer-form story. So Life Series is an anthology. Like, uh, uh, Do you know the show Black Mirror? I haven't seen it myself, but well, I've like, heard of Twilight it. Twilight Zone is the old version. It's basically the same Oh, thing. okay, yeah. Yeah, so it's like those one-off stories. They have like a similar vibe. but yeah. So Life Series is like that. It talks about like big life events and things that everyone goes through. So yes, I did like, have a look at that. So it was an eight-part series and each one was focusing on a different sort of part of her, uh, someone's life. So it might yeah, be yeah, uh, you know, their work character. life or dealing with depression or various things like that. Yeah, so that's the idea. So in a way, it's a series, but it's also quite separate chunks. And then when we moved to summer school, it was much more like a really a project for me because I'm also a writer. I write the project usually. So to sit down and go, okay, I'm going to make this long form. It's going to be basically over an hour of content. So how do we get from you know, point A in the pilot to the ending and kind of giving you enough of each character because it's a big ensemble. So that was the challenge there and that was what was exciting about it to me. So going from a short film, which is one concept, to doing a web series where you could potentially have you know, a number of seasons, a number of episodes, there's a, a lot more work I, I would imagine involved in, in creating a web series and yeah. not just in the process of actually filming it because of the time to film so many episodes at once. Do you look at when you have an idea for a web series, such as Summer School, for example, do you have an end in mind or do you tend to play it by season by season and see how things play out? So when we wrote it, I, well, I basically wrote it, we worked with the group that's 13th Street, which is all our kind of heads of department or is involved in the creation process too, mm-hmm. sort of feedback and things like that. So we wrote it as a six-part series. We had the ending of that season in mind, which is like a big downfall of our antagonist, which is Will Kelly, the principal. Yes. And so that it ends up at that point where he has a massive downfall. But the idea would be if we ever created it, you know, for networks or a web series, online content kind of branch of VOD, that there's ideas for second seasons and different episodes and stuff Uh, the idea with that is that he comes back in a different form the character like at a lower level he's not the principal anymore he has to work his way back up and that's like the journey of him in the second season we have like a layout for the second season but we haven't written it because we haven't been able to get it you know on air yet still kind of shopping it around been in various network pitch meetings and rooms but haven't got it to that next level yeah that's the next hardest part I believe so where did the idea for summer school come from so I used to live in Holland in the Netherlands and I worked at a school 
a British school and what was interesting about it so they're teaching an English style program English schooling to kids from all around the world it was mainly funded by big companies like the UN and Shell and stuff that had all these international workers in Holland that weren't from there so they had these kids who wanted to learn in English not go to the Dutch school and learn the Dutch system so they created these schools they're giant schools they charge ridiculous amounts of money anyway so everything about it was really funny because it was so bureaucratic and ultra nice and everything was so like kind of phony and no one actually acted like themselves and so I was just obsessed with that idea of like what the like the, the parents and the kids see and then what the staff room was actually like and that whole difference of so the story of this is not about the kids at all that we we literally do it like there's a bit of an aesthetic that you never actually see the kids it's a joke that where are the kids the whole time it's like a silly thing so it's all about what are the teachers like what are the adults like in the staff room or you know hanging out one-on-one having their private more risque conversations and it's that side of it and it's the mix of people too because when you work in other countries it's much more diverse than Australia so it's like using you know that natural like difference between cultures and social types so we had like the maintenance guys which John Leroy in summer school we had those guys who were these bogany Dutch guys in this British school and they would be doing these funny like things and pranking each other and Anytime they could bludge, they'd bludge. You walk past that room and they're watching TV, watching soccer or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have these ultra posh British, you know, Londoners who are having to deal with these people who they've never really kind of had to be forced together before until they grow up and go into a work environment. So it's just that, you know, that mishmash of culture and personality. Certainly creates for making interesting characters. And yeah, the, the pilot and episode is, you've got the pilot episode, I believe, up on YouTube now. Yep, you can uh, see that. Which is very funny. So very worth watching. 13 Street Films on YouTube. Obviously, once you've done this, then the next step, as you said, is is trying to pitch it to networks, whether it's for online, I'm guessing places like Netflix and and Stan and things like that, are you looking at? That's where you want to be. Realistically, in the Australian industry and uh, in Queensland starting out, you're not getting in a room with them at all. You can, the open doors for like that first step is like ABCs and the SBSs because they have a kind of um, onus from the Australian government to produce Australian content. If you actually look at Netflix, they only make about 1% of Australian content of everything you're, you've got on your Netflix right now. Very true. It'd be very hard to find anything Australian that they produced. Even when they have Australian shows a lot of time, they've already gone through ABC or whatever and been funded okay. and created and so they just buy them secondhand and rehash them, you know, put them back on it. So yeah, that's where everyone wants to be because that's where the young audience is, but basically it's really hard to get in that door do you find that as a writer obviously and a filmmaker that's having one talent pitching to network is a sales role essentially oh, yeah, it's uh, and it's a completely different, different sort of skill set how did you find that was that something that came naturally to you or is that something that you've I think you, le- you learn every time you get in the room so it's gradual like we're really just starting out it's also different because one time I was in a meeting and it was run through a film festival and I had a, uh, an exec from everywhere so they actually had someone who represents Netflix and ABC like a job in between them kind of thing and so we had five panelists against us a couple of us I think it was me and Will and we were trying to get to our pitch but they just kept interfering and asking questions and it really throws you off because sometimes I'll really just let you go and you know this is the show da, 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 three minutes of you then they respond and these guys were just jumping in everywhere and you're like where am I up to you know it made us lose the place of like you know our key points and our little story we're trying to tell so the next time when I was with SBS they were really like quiet and just taking notes and like mm-hmm, and letting you get through it so I prefer that style but you don't have the choice you've got to like roll with the punches so yeah. sales definitely um, would help in that situation that's why you know you have producers who handle more money side and things like that but we don't really have a committed like producer that works with 13th Street we kind of jump from producer to producer I think you find that with a lot of smaller independent production companies mm-hmm. and that because a lot of people are, are like yourself 
you know, a graduating film school coming out and deciding to start their own production companies with the people that they've studied with or whatever and, and just trying to get that support and, and get in the room with those people that you need to sort of pitch to can be the hardest part. I find that uh, I seem to notice we don't have a lot of support for independent production companies from you know, the people that we should be getting support from. Yeah, well, if you... The names. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, but if you look at other fields of art, you know, you've got opera and ballet and all the kind of theatre style stuff. It seems to get a lot more government support at that, like, grassroots level. Like, you've got, like, short and sweet and all those things for plays and building theatre. But you don't really have that the as much industry. support for film and for, like, those little emerging projects to, like, let people grow. It's quite hard to get that first step. Yeah. And when you get it, you can usually prove yourself and go further. But it's really hard to get in the door, you know. So this now, I understand you're now running a Film 101 workshop in November which mm-hmm. is a three hour four weekly lessons so three hours a week on yeah, yeah so 12 hours total so um, three hour sessions so from your own experiences of, of obviously creating a web series and, and making your own content and then having to pitch it is that what gave you the idea of creating the workshop to be able to help other people yeah basically like, like I've been writing since I was a kid and love film and been editing since I was like 14 you know I've, I kind of self-taught everything then I went to uni to really kind of like up my standard and that also helps main thing about uni is you get those contacts and you get get those good people to work with and yeah we've done heaps of festival stuff won awards and all that kind of thing and we just wanted to kind of help actors because actors sit by the phone waiting for it to ring that doesn't happen as you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um if you can create your own content if you can tell your story then you don't have to wait and if we can get a network of actors learning the basic skills of filmmaking so they understand the crew side more as well, that's part of the course. Mm-hmm. And it mainly focuses on their story, so developing their own scripts, whether it's you know biographical or whether it's total fantasy, that's something they've always wanted to make. So the idea is you start with your idea and by the end of the course you have a five pages of the script, whether it's the start of a longer form thing or if it's a short short that you can really produce. The idea is to teach producibility as well. So don't write the $100 million sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Do something you can create so you can move forward and you can do that and show you can create stuff and write stuff and then you move to a bigger project and grow. So it's about giving the actors the skill to be able to create their own content. That's fantastic. That's a great idea. So you cover things like pitching and all that sort of stuff as well? or Yeah, that's all just... in there. So the whole process and obviously pitching can be scary to people. I feel like actors might have a bit of an advantage because it's just you approach it almost like you're delivering a monologue in an audition. <laughs> it can be, but I think... And, and I'm finding this with currently being involved with another web series. People just, you know, you ask them for a bio and they're like oh I can write a bio for anyone else but I can't write my own oh uh, yeah that yeah. is and weird though it's a I think actors thing. when it comes to themselves like yes they can get up and they can act and they can perform yeah. a character and, and do that but when they're trying to sell themselves that's where I think I think being yourself is the hardest part yeah can <laughs> but when, the, when you sell the show don't think of yourself talk yes. about the characters talk about the show what is it da, da, da. so that's a different skill isn't it it's like you know doing a school talk I, I was always good at that stuff I wasn't I never really got nervous I've always been too confident mainly the <laughs> feedback <laughs> arrogant some would say so that was never really a thing for me so I don't that part doesn't bother me so all I do is when I get out of a pitch I think how could I have done it better what did I miss what could, what did I not get in there like that's what I do straight away is self-analysis so okay so the course sounds like a great idea especially for actors so knowing your, your target audience is actors not so much filmmakers it's but it would be, I guess, suitable for people thinking about getting into the film. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be actors, well. but it's designed so actors can use it because they're already in that. They understand the industry somewhat, but you could start off to someone interested in film and learn the same skills because yeah. it's from a basic level. So that course starts, is it the first week of November? Yeah, so it's every Wednesday in November. There's only four, so it's every Wednesday yeah. from the 7th, I'm pretty sure. From the 7th? And 7 to 10 p.m. It's at Ben Parkinson Casting in Woolongabba is the location, so um, pretty central. Fantastic, so we all know where that is. And- um, yeah, most of you guys. <laughs> what's the cost of the workshop? 
It's only 350, so it works out to That's be pretty good. just over 25 an hour, I think. So, yeah. And to be able to come out of that with your own little sort of, I suppose, essentially a little showreel or a little... Um, yeah, so the other content we provide is like content. a one-minute scene. So yeah. we're doing this scene that's like an interrogation scene, a bit of a classic. And the idea is we're doing quite a generic thing because we want to see how differently you direct it. So every actor will get a chance to direct a scene as well as act in it and do any crew role they want to try as well, like, you know, recording sound, shooting with the camera. We'll have all that stuff there. So the idea is, yeah, we'll shoot these scenes in the groups and then we'll see how different each take on it is, which I think will be really interesting for the actors mm-hmm. to watch back at the end of the session and go, oh, so I made this choice, you made that choice and see the differences and why. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Also because, you know, there's a lot of people like myself, for example, that started out as an actor and has now been moving into sort of film crew work as yeah. well. But the idea for me of, I don't want to go to film school. And most film schools, especially here, tend to focus all on every part of filmmaking. Yeah, you've got to get you know, over, and, especially the first years, yeah. Which is fine if you're not sure what you want to do. Yeah. But then when you know you want to be a director or you know you want to, in my case, I love, I've got a background in event management, so I love production management. Okay. And that, but there's no specific courses to that. Yeah. So to have courses like this one, where you're sort of introducing all that but, but not having to go and commit to a you know, two-year film course is, is a great idea and I think we do need more courses like this yeah, one. Yeah, and so on. this is like a bit of a beta test for us. We want to do more of them in that kind of short, affordable way to give mm. people a taste of the other side of film. We're actually doing one for kids in January, like a summer camp kind oh, of thing fantastic. where they come uh, five days in a row and they learn all the skills and then at the end they all have a little movie they can show and they have a little film festival and the parents can come and watch it, which is super uh-huh. cute. And we've got an ad we shot uh, with a bunch of actors coming out so all the kids playing all the roles it's yeah. super adorable uh, we did that with Joey one of Joey Vieira's classes and it's really cool so can't wait to get that out but we've got to get it finished it's, well one it's thing at a time adorable <laughs> no that sounds like a great idea and yeah a little mini film festival for kids film sounds even better and I think there's always more room for more film festivals anywhere there's an opportunity for people to show their short films or their web series yeah because um, what do we make them for it's so hard to you know get an audience definitely and... definitely and so congratulations on all the nominations you've received at the Australian Screen Industry oh, Network as well which is on the 5th of December and yeah I look forward to seeing that but I just want to thank you so much again for your time I think that's all we've got time for today okay no worries thank but, you uh, it's been a pleasure and don't forget 13thstreetfilms.com yeah you can go to 13thstreetfilms.com we're also on YouTube at 13 Street Films, Facebook and same. the link and to the workshops through your website yeah you can grab it on the website the Facebook or just message me on Facebook fantastic thank you so much Joel no worries thank you so thank you for listening into my second podcast today next podcast will be coming out very soon and I will be finally putting together that top 10 list of things of what not to do when on set so stay tuned for that and i will talk to you next time